0: Back on Show Me Today, the Voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollock. Elisa Nelson is with John McDonald and Glenn Moore. They're with the Missouri School Boards Association's Council for School Safety Leadership. A national organization's simulator is helping keep Missouri schools safe. Well, what it
1: does for the first time is allows our, our educators and law enforcement personnel to work together through 1,400 different scenarios that involve de-escalation of students, and this is a really interactive uh, simulator, and and we can create scenarios that that are incredibly realistic based on actual events that are occurring in our schools every day, either in the state or around the country, and we can train our our teachers, our principals, and, and administrators, even our school board members on what's happening in the schools that requires a different set of skills than, than we've had to use in the past. The simulator also then allows us to train an active shooter or active threat environments. And you know that, for an educator, is pretty daunting, it's pretty scary, uh, but it starts the process of critical thinking of crisis management Because our teachers really are the first responders of their classroom. They're the emergency managers of the hallway. And their decision-making skills, moment in time when there's a crisis, is really what keeps our kids safe. So it's incumbent upon us to give our educators the tools that they need, moment in time, to respond effectively and quickly to any crisis. And, And the simulator really helps support that training.
2: Glenn, anything you wanna add to that? Why is a simulator like this so important?
0: It's hard to replicate this type of training and get the repetitions in in another format. So a lot of the training that law enforcement traditionally does or safety responders at schools, it'll be on a range or it might be with live actors, et cetera, in the school. And those are sometimes cumbersome to set up. Uh, Schools have a difficult time with uh, the professional development training that they have, that time that they can use. So, and to coordinate that with multiple people can be difficult. But this can be brought in and set up in a room and the actors are incorporated in it on the screen. So it requires uh, minimal on their part, and then we can replicate scenarios and uh, gauge it for the responses that we want and uh, do a lot of practice that way. So it's a very efficient delivery method and a great way to kind of front load their intuition base for responding to a threat. Tell me about some of the scenarios. So, um, some of the scenarios, they'll involve strictly de-escalation and that's something we're going to build upon too, locally. We're going to develop our own scenarios with that in mind. Some that are specific to our front office staff, our bus drivers, um, different members of the school that don't typically get training, but they're tasked with that every day. Our administrative assistants are experts in de-escalation by default, but some of the new members, when they come in, they may not have that experience. So we can help give them those tool sets and those skills through this and and, uh, replication of those scenarios over and over again. But others will go to the extreme end, of course, with the active shooter scenarios where um, an officer or a team of people would have to respond appropriately to a scenario where there's shots fired in the school and they have to uh, make the right actions. And one of the neat things about this scenario system is that we can set the screen in the school in a random classroom or the library, and we can have the first responders respond you know, in a patrol car or start at their patrol car. And then they have to work through the building, locate the appropriate location, and then respond using that exact um, layout. So it gives them familiarity with what they'll actually be responding to.
2: It's kind of interesting that you have even a, uh, a school board scenario. So, so, John, what would this be like?
1: Could be, could be an angry parent. It uh, could be an angry employee addressing the school board, uh, and the opportunity to train school board members on how to de-escalate during public comment or um, how to reduce that, that angst and, and, and threatening language that, that may occur can be really. Uh, not only important for the meeting, but to de-escalate that behavior and also give that person a voice somewhere else where they they feel heard uh, becomes really important too. Uh, right now, you know, we're frankly, for being completely honest, we're a country that um, has a lot of anger happening everywhere, and sometimes our school board members feel that and they hear the frustration and providing them training on crisis management on just simple ways to uh, manage uh, a, a meeting like that can be really helpful and uh, we want to make sure everybody in our, in our sphere of education has those tools necessary. Um, And and it's helpful because it builds muscle memory, it gives you something in the tank so that later when you experience that type of event in your own community, in your own setting, you've got training to fall back on to help you Uh, navigate through that process.
2: Have you found this to be helpful? Um, Have you practiced a lot on this? And do you feel like it's helped you quite a bit?
1: It has. uh, I've been working with uh, TI training for several years. I approached them uh, about six years ago and offered to build scenarios for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Scenarios that I had worked through in my work in the school safety world for the last 15 years. And In exchange for my building scenarios for them, they gave us a free system at the time. And that really then allowed us to continue building new scenarios, new training, and come up with new concepts for our educators that frankly uh, weren't available in any other place uh, around the country. And, And now Missouri is at the forefront of this type of training and we're making this mobile. So the commitment from the Missouri School Board Association is bring this technology to the schools all over the state where they can train in their environment and they feel comfortable working through these solutions in a setting that they're going to be in every single day. And I think it's a great opportunity, and it's pretty exciting.
2: Not only is there this um, this computer system, but there are some of the other background tools that you bring in, so it really makes it feel like it's a real-life situation. Talk about some of those tools yeah.
1: as well. So working with uh, first responders and uh, different organizations all over the country, we've identified technology that we can make mobile and bring out to the school setting for educators and our law enforcement people, not for our kids. Do no harm is is really important in our world. We're not gonna put kids in an environment that is scary. We're gonna take proper steps to train our kids and, and prepare them, but we don't need to scare them as we're doing the training, but for our adults, for our responders, our school safety people, We can create an environment and fill the building with smoke. We have a sound system that replicates 50 different sounds you might hear in an active shooter environment. Alarms going off, uh, announcements, lockdown announcements, uh, kids crying, teachers screaming, shooters firing guns. We have gunshot simulators we can put in a building and we can replicate the sound of gunfire anywhere in the building we want. We have scent machines, the scent of blood, the scent of urine we can put in the building temporarily because that embosses on the mind a little differently for everybody. When they see it, they hear it, and they smell it. Uh, So we're creating these immersive experiences for that advanced training for those agencies and school districts that have been doing this work for a long time and they want to take the next step towards realistic training Prepare for whatever that given day may may ensue.
2: All right. I want to thank John McDonald, Glenn Moore uh, for joining Show Me Today uh, to talk about this TI Recon System, law enforcement and school safety training simulator um, through the Missouri School Boards Association and the Center for Education Safety. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.
1: I'm William Shatner, I've been around a long time, but I'm truly humbled when I see the real battles our brave, paralyzed veterans have faced defending our freedom, and when they come home.
0: I had just come home from serving over in Germany. Next thing I know, it was three weeks later. Now was paralyzed.
1: While parachuting with my platoon, my parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. It left me paralyzed for the rest of my life.
0: I was on a routine patrol and uh, we were in the desert of Kuwait, and the vehicle flipped and landed on top of me, which uh, left me paralyzed from the waist down. Okay, folks,
1: this, this, this is heroism. That's why I'm proud to support Paralyzed Veterans of America, because they've kept their promise to never leave a fallen soldier behind. A roof over the heads, accessible homes, cars, jobs, benefits. PVA has brought me back to life. Show them their sacrifice hasn't been in vain. Go to pva.org to learn how you can make a difference.
2: The Missouri Veterans Home is a long-term, skilled care facility. We are definitely different than most long-term care facilities.
1: The nurses and, and the help that we have here, they're just such wonderful people. And I really appreciate the kindness and
0: natural people that they are. Missouri's veterans' homes are now accepting admissions. Visit mvc.dps.mo.gov.
1: Put a frog in boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As veterans, we tell ourselves the lie that we can handle anything. We let the water boil. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov slash reach. That's va.gov slash reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council.
0: Connecting Missouri means affordable internet and endless opportunities. Jobs, education, healthcare, and family connections. Join the Affordable Connectivity Program for up to a $30 monthly discount on home internet. Check eligibility at connectmissouri.org or call 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. Funding provided by FCC. Empowering Missouri through connectivity.
1: Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications.
2: Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, can potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts.
1: Go to RealDealOnFentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council.
0: Thanks for being with us today. I want to thank Marshall Griffin for sharing his Bob Barker story, Elisa Nelson, Anthony Morbeth with their segments. Uh, Tomorrow it is the start of the college football season for the Mizzou Tigers. And we'll have a preview. We'll hear from head coach Eli Drinkwitz. And remember, you can always subscribe to our podcast. Go to Apple and search for Show Me Today. I'm Bill Pollack. Thanks for listening. Show me today. Email from school about the incident today. Scary. Tell me about it. Did you have any idea that was going on?
2: None. I mean, you saw Derek at the game last night, too. Did you have a clue?
0: No, but you know, teachers like me, parents, we don't always know as much as you guys do. Kids hear first about what's going on with other kids.
2: Half the time, it's rumors.
0: It can be hard to tell sometimes, but if you have a concern about a friend who's having trouble with alcohol, prescription drugs, bullying, violence, anything, you need to tell an adult